Breaking news! Seventh, aka Kieran from this very podcast, just released an album. It's called Grow Up and it's available to stream and buy right now from wherever you get your music from. We recommend listening to that before listening to this episode, which is about that. However, it is not strictly necessary. And so if you want to listen to this first and then check out the album, you are more than welcome to. The appropriate links to all the places where you can buy and stream it are in the show notes. Hi, I'm Kieran, willfully indulging in the delights of main character syndrome. And I'm Jacob, a lyrical overthinker. And And this this is... Something, Something different, different from, from Pop, Pop Goes, Goes Capitalism. Capitalism. Hell yeah, baby! Karen, <laughs> <laughs> hello. Oh, so. So indeed. Uh, for the so. unaware of what is happening, uh, <laughs> Kieran is not just a podcaster, he produces Muzak. Off of I music. have many. I wear many hats. Many hats, yeah. And a few days ago, he dropped a little album. Yep, it's called Grow Up, and I'm not sure whether I should call it an album or an EP. So, in all of my promotional material, I've been calling it an ambiguous project. <laughs> um, and then you've got me on the other hand that keeps going. My friend made an album. Well, I'm glad somebody's saying album because I, I think I'm a little too trepidatious to say it i think it'll yeah so for everyone listening we're like pre-recording this before it's come out yeah Um, perks of having a friend that uh, makes music is you get to hear the music early and get it stuck in your head and then you can't listen to it on spotify (laughs) so you have to scrub through the 20 minute file that your friend sent you to get to the track you want to listen to yeah, um, I'm actually going to be announcing the track list after we get off recording this. Oh, wow. So whenever you yeah. first saw the track list, we just recorded this that you're hearing now then. Yeah. Which makes so, sense. Time travel. Yes. Yeah, it's exciting. So for us, this album is not in the world. But for you, wherever you're listening from, it very much is. It is there. There are links in the description. I will keep saying that wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you <laughs> look at the show notes, the description, whatever you want to call it, there will be links to Sevenths on Bandcamp and all sorts of other streaming services uh, where you can hear this album. But what we are doing today is talking about it. We're calling it a listening party. Woohoo! Oh, I'm so excited! And I mean, the logical oh. place to start would be the beginning. What do you reckon? Yeah, shall we get into it? It'd be really weird if you said, no, I think we should start in the middle. <laughs> we should go in, or- in the order that I wrote them. That would be a real head fuck. Oh. We'll get into that. Okay. <laughs> So we'll we get into everything. <laughs> we will. And um, just a, a, a little, I don't know what you want to call this, on-air admin. We're only going to be playing clips of the tracks in the episode today. For the full stuff, you need to listen to it. And I will probably say uh-huh. this a lot, but I highly recommend you listen to it. Aww. <laughs> Shall we start with track one, the intro, brackets intro, it's my fucking birthday. So, what do you want to do today? I don't know, like, it's my fucking birthday, bitch. Like, I don't know, I just want to, like, have a drink, go to the river, something, you know, just like... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. It's so good. It's what? How long is that actually? Like, how long is the full thing on that? Is it like thirty? I seconds? think it's like twenty-four seconds. Or I think it's twenty-four because I remember. Uh, so basically, I think it's. There's something weird where it like counts a stream at thirty seconds. Ah. So I'm not sure how it works with like me getting any <laughs> money from this. Like maybe they have people have to listen to the full thing for it to count. Maybe. Or maybe they're just like, that's not a song, Kieran. We're not going to pay you anything for that. <laughs> no. Which, I mean, it's not a song in itself. So yeah, fair it enough, kind but... of acts as like, because the way that it flows into track two, <laughs> like it, it flows so well. Like it, it could easily just be incorporated onto the start of that track. Yeah. So actually, this is the one like interlude like thing that I did produce in conjunction uh, it did track. sound like that it did the yeah. way that it came in i was like oh that sound yeah yeah so originally i don't know should we just go ahead and play the snippet for okay Do what let's, I like? yeah let's play the song that this led in I was lip syncing for my life behind <laughs> this microphone. Yes. Oh. So what? This is track two, but it's sort of track one because it's the opener. It's the yeah. the opener of the whole project, really. After the little glitchy, it's my fucking birthday, bitch. This is the first <laughs> song that you hear. So, what do you think of it, Jacob? <laughs> Arguably, this is the song I relate to the least, from what I understand of the narrative, at least. This is like the beginning. Of the night out, and spoilers, I've never been on a night out in my life. <laughs> the one time I tried, I asked for a fruit shoot in a Manchester bar. They were, <gasps> they laughed at me, uh, never oh. went back. Oh no. That is not the only time I've cried near a, a place that serves alcohol either. So it, this is like a narrative of my life. My first album will be crying in the club. <laughs> I guess that's a way you can relate to people who drink and go out clubbing, though, because a lot of those people are also crying near pubs and, and clubs as well, you know? Yeah, but from what I understand about <laughs> alcohol, it can have various effects on you, and one of those is making you super emotion. I think alcohol can do everything, and at the same time, it achieves nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's my opinion. Well, when the, I was younger, before <laughs> I legally could even try alcohol, I always used to watch like the five types of drunk videos just because I was morbidly oh, yeah. curious about understanding alcohol because I was deadly afraid of becoming a teenager because I thought it meant I had to drink alcohol. I didn't realize uh, that was a thing I could just say, fuck off <laughs> and not do. Yeah. But this song, it is, oh, it's a, it's the perfect opener. It, it sets the tone of how. I, I want to say bouncy. The whole album. Oh, thank is. you. I like that. And I it, like it that is the perfect opening track for this whole project because, um, actually, to set the scene of how I first heard this, Kieran sent it to me whilst I was in Margate. So, uh, on the morning of a very sunny and warm October, I took a little walk down the, uh, the the beach and listened to this in order because all the tracks interlink with each other just perfectly and so this is the first track that i heard and i was vibing i was like bouncing along as the sea splashed around beside me it was a total vibe 
yeah, we'll have to talk about the beach later on when when we you will. sent me the video <laughs> of you at the ocean. I I sent you a caps lock message saying like you have no idea what a great place this is. Oh my god, because and I really didn't. The, yeah, like the ocean is like it really becomes like a significant part of the story. It really does, um, and we will get to it because it's in my notes yeah. as well. <laughs> um. But yeah, th- so Do What I Like was always intended to be the opening track. So yeah. it was like thought of. It's the it's the one I wrote fourth, which doesn't Ooh. make much sense to people yet because this is the first. Now that's interesting that you wrote it fourth. <laughs> yeah, so I started writing this on the 13th of February. So all of the tracks were written this year. So this, this project fully wow. came... I fully thought of this project and all of the tracks this year. So when you, so without, I guess, revealing which one you wrote first just yet, like, did you, did it, was it always going to be like this or did you reach a point and then go, it's going to be an album and it's going to be like this? Um, so basically, I mean, I'll say now, so, uh, on the 4th of, on the 3rd of January, sorry, I started writing the first track, Innocent. So that was what came first. Um, you know, we'll get get more into the other tracks later on, but just for some context now, might as well. Yeah. So first I wrote Innocent on the 3rd of January. I started that. Then I wrote Drunk Text, started writing that on the 15th of January. Wow. Then, then I think I understand religion was third on the 27th of January. And then at that point, with like that scaffold, I would say of like those three songs, I was imagining like how could this fit together, and then I was thinking like, oh, I want this opening track, and basically, so I realised that my birthday this year is on a Friday. Yes. Like in January, I realised that, and I was like, shit, I really want to take advantage of that. Like I have to release something. <laughs> so. I, I, I kind of always wanted to release a project on that date. Okay, yeah. Um Yeah, and um yeah, so the story behind Do What I Like and It's My Fucking Birthday mm. is that Do What I Like was originally called It's My Fucking Birthday. <laughs> the song itself. Um and the project itself grow up. I was also debating calling it It's My Fucking Birthday, <laughs> the project itself. Um, such and, a, um, a different vibe to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, yeah, uh, and the song originally had uh, like uh, a chanted bit. Oh. But I thought it jarred. So wait, oh my god. Okay, live performance girls, everyone listening. So this is it's cringy as fuck, but I still I still kind of like it and find it camp. Like maybe one day I'll do an edit with it in. So it was basically you, hey, it's my fucking birthday, bitch. Do what? I say, go turn your volume up for this. Oh my yeah. god, I could so see you managing to make that sound fucking awesome in a track with like some glitches and some thumps. Um so yeah, um but I decided it just jarred. Like whenever it because it was like after each chorus. 
And I was just like, ugh, it just gave me whiplash whenever I heard it. And not in the fun way. Like <laughs> not the we'll fun get to way. later on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Spoilers. <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got rid of it. Um, but basically the story, if you want to know the story behind this specific song. Well, see, my sort of guess of the narrative for this one was this is like the start of a night out, which I'm guessing for people that do these feels really good and amazing like you can do anything and it's like fuck it it's my fucking birthday i'm gonna go and do (laughs) some mdma and stuff i don't know that's the first drug that came to mind i don't know what people do i'm chronically underinformed in this department so so basically this is the story of my birthday last year oh this song so Rico and I basically partied in the afternoon and evening. So we had some rosé prosecco, got the bus into the city, (laughs) stopped off at Lidl, bought cherry cider, walked into Durham City and went to this place, which I've actually shown you, called, which Rico and I call the birthday bench. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yes, I remember this. Yeah. Um, and on my birthday last year, it was pissing it down with rain, so we couldn't oh. even sit on the bench. So we like <laughs> stood underneath like a little like I don't know overhang. Of... He stood near the bench. Yeah, we stood near the bench. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and just like you know, oh yeah, Rico's my husband. For anyone listening, Rico brackets Rico, husband. Yeah, Rico brackets Way. husband. That's... That's and that's who's in um, track one as well. You hear a bit yeah. of Rico in track uh, one. Yeah. yeah, so he's the person asking me, so what do you want to do today? Um, yeah, so so like, yeah, we, we just basically just, you know, drank in the afternoon and chatted shit. So like those lyrics are actually like very, very like uh, close to reality, I would say. Yeah. Um. And I think we had red wine when we got home, but I can't remember. (laughs) So I'm sure I have pictures somewhere, but (laughs) yeah. Was it Rabina? Was it red wine? Who knows? (laughs) Um, What else do I want to say about this? Oh yeah, there was one lyric I, I wanted to try and fit in there, but I couldn't make it work. Oh. So... While it was pissing down with rain, I got a Twitter notification that Liz Truss was going to make a statement outside 10 Downing Street. So with our cherry ciders in hand, we live streamed on Twitter Liz Truss resigning from 10 Downing Street. Um, Oh my God, why do I not remember this? I really wanted to get a Lizzie reference in there. Also, also, I was kind of thinking of doing a reference like, you know, one Lizzie's gone, the other's going or something. But I just couldn't make it work Such a lyrically. fucking good lyric as well. <laughs> We're soft launching leftism in your music. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but honourable mention to Liz Truss, who almost made it into my EP slash album slash project. Almost, but like most things, she yeah. didn't actually make it. Didn't quite get there, yep. <laughs> just like that lettuce before her or after her or whatever oh my order goodness, that was that lettuce that was so great who was it that kicked off about the lettuce was it liz truss afterwards said like i didn't find that very funny it's yeah, like well, she no, was like love, i was a bit insulted 
My economic position in this world doesn't find it very funny either. Yeah, I mean, you insulted yourself because you genuinely couldn't outlast the fucking lettuce. Like, she doesn't get it, but she's the joke here. You know what I mean? The lettuce isn't the joke, it's her. Yes. Well, my goodness, if we detour like this for every song, this is going to be a wild ride. (laughs) Speaking of wild rides, can we fucking talk about track three? Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Me. Oh, I fucking love this song. Okay, first of all, walking oh. along the seafront in Margate, again, the transition from Do What I Like <laughs> is fucking flawless and it sort of hits you out of nowhere. It's like, oh my Thank God! Thank you so much. So, um, like, like, basically, when I was making the project, all of the songs, apart from track one and two, were separate. Okay. So, like... It took a very long time for me to actually be able to listen basically to some version of what you've listened to and Mm -hmm. what anyone who goes online and tries to listen to it now will hear. And so I was like, so I basically exported all the tracks when they were all like getting close to completion and then like smushed them all together. Yeah. And when when Rico and I listened through the first time, I was like, holy fuck, is that good? Like, I was gagged by myself. (laughs) I really was. I was like, oh, my God, that works so well. Because um, the ad lib at the end of Do What I Like, I told you this uh, before privately, but now I'll tell everyone. So it was actually, oh, wait, no, but I didn't tell you what it referred to, did I? I I I haven't connected the dots for you. So basically... When I was recording Do What I Like and I was trying to do the ad-libs, I really struggled. So, at the end of one of my takes, I was like, blah, blah. (laughs) And then, when I listened back, so it was just frustration. I wasn't trying to do anything. I was just irritated. And if you actually listen to the raw take, you can hear my voice fade away (laughs) at the end of that line as I go to press, like, stop the recording on my laptop. Like, I wasn't trying to use that shit. But then when I listened back, I was like, this is kind of, this is kind of cool. I like it. Um, So I kept it. Yeah. And then it transitions into Innocent. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. So oh I, was, my God. I was very proud of that. Yeah. It's, innocent, I think, might be my favourite from the album. I know Ooh. we're peaking early here, but... Oh my god, I just can't get enough of it. I don't know what you'd call this, but there's like an industrial Angry. slap <laughs> that happens in the main chorus that's like, fuck you, whatever that thing is under fuck is like, I don't know what uh, it is, but it's like, so satisfying. Like the guitar-y thing, like doom, doom, yeah. doom, doom. Ah, I don't so know what like, you'd call it, it's so, it's so a, good. I, I don't know, so it's a combination of like a couple different bass patches I made, like bass synths, mm. and then an electric guitar layer. And then, like, a few different drum layers. There are some more, like, stompy big ones and then, like, the main kick. Yeah. I am fully obsessed with it. Honest to God, I cannot get enough of (sighs) that. The whole sound of Innocent is just... I want to blast it in the face (laughs) of so many individual people with, like, a speaker that's bigger than them. 
<laughs> yeah, like. Oh, yeah, and that I, bridge yeah. as well. The fucking bridge oh, where you go goodness. feral is <laughs> iconic. I've replayed that alone so many times as well. <laughs> and you're just like, I don't even know what you would call that, but it's great. I, I have no filter. No filter is what you fucking. I was, I'd had enough. I was like, I'm going the whole fucking way. So, like, you know the full story. Yes, I do. Um, I probably <laughs> shouldn't disclose the full story publicly. Um, but basically, uh, a friend of Rico's that used to be very close turned out to be somewhat of an asshole. Uh, so this song is actually written from, like, kind of Rico's perspective. I mean, I, I'm not putting words in his mouth. Like, they're my words. But uh, Rico wasn't very pleased with the situation. So I yeah. kind of like put myself in those shoes. Um, yeah, so basically on New Year's Day this year, we sent this person a message basically asking like, do you want to fix this? And they didn't reply. Um, but they did speak to other people and common contacts and said that we had sent them an evil message. <laughs> which is what leads to the bridge lyric, you said that I'm evil. Well, if I'm honest, I think you're pretty fucking psychotic. <laughs> but um, the way you say it in the song, <laughs> if if editing Jacob can put this in for me, um, it's, it's oh, yeah. the way that you've, like, I guess the tone of your voice is fucking on point for that oh, line delivery thank you so much yeah what i love about the bridge personally is it's like got no fixed tempo no which i'm like but it has like these kind of like mini rhythms within it i think it's just like it doesn't sound jarring to me at least it fits but it's like weird and cool yeah it's so good oh it's so oh that moment was like yeah this is gonna be one of my favorite tracks I already knew that from the get-go. Yeah, when I first played the bridge to Rico, though, his mouth just hit the fucking floor <laughs> with the shit I was saying in that. Because I re- he was, oh, my God. And then I think, may I can't remember, but I have a vague memory that I think he might have even asked me, and you're going to release this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> um but yeah i'm very proud of this song because i don't really get i don't really get angry in my music that often you know what i mean i yeah. think i did not that hot which was a little catty i will say yeah but that wasn't angry was it that was more no. like, yeah this, this is this went full in like fuck yeah. you acting like you're innocent it's just yeah. it's so catchy it's so well paced well produced well everything i love it Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, do I have anything else to say about this? Oh, how do you think this fits into the narrative? Okay, so I'm sort of seeing this as you've loosened up a bit because I understand alcohol a little bit, that it sort of makes you a little bit more honest sometimes and you might be like just blurting out things that maybe you might not have said sober. But that's just my interpretation of this. 
Okay. So, like, the way I kind of perceived the EP project album, <laughs> the E-Project <laughs> album, the E-Project album, that's what we're calling it. Um, <laughs> like, this is kind of meant to be the drunk text. Oh, God, of course. Um, in reality, I mean every fucking word I said. Um, yeah. <laughs> but in the context of the narrative, I thought like, oh, this is like the drunk text. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally see that, actually. Yeah. I didn't even connect that in, the, in my thing, but yeah. So this is the, I guess, first like midway interlude of the project. Uh, yeah. It's Three a.m. brackets interlude, and uh, it's it's a very good bit of ambiance, I will say. What was what was at the start? There's like the club sounding music. Was that just something you made, or was that like from somewhere? So that is an as of yet unreleased song that I wrote uh... all. I wrote it for this project just to include it there that's so cool <laughs> and there's a whole song it's it's on my patreon now one pound 50 a month come join everyone <laughs> um we'll put that in the uh, show notes as well <laughs> um yeah it's called do it again um yeah so that's that's a song of mine that i just i thought it would be fun to tease it I did think um, it was you. Yeah. I think there's a bit of vocal in there and I was like, that really has yeah. given me Kieran, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I made that and then I took some free samples from online. Um, then I recorded myself sounding very unwell. Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> <clears throat> um, and the thing is though, is I always, I have like, quite a lot of phlegm basically like or like i i i'm like permanently somewhat bunged up editing jacob knows this well <laughs> so it's very easy for me to sound quite sick <laughs> if i just like give it a couple <laughs> then i can really sound unwell yeah i i think i want to include this uh when i say it but you nailed the really weird like i'm about to be sick sort of whisper I can't quite work out why, but it sounds so realistic and kind of wet, which is really grim. But it does sound like you're about to throw up, and it it it, it sounds too realistic. Oh god! Oh, god. So basically, I like coughed until like the unpleasant, not not any, you know what I mean? Like until like saliva and like uh like phlegm basically mm-hmm. was uncomfortably in my mouth, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. like ew, I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> yeah but i was I not actually sick. i can't do I, that <laughs> i wasn't sick everyone so all is fine um, but the ambience really adds to the like you've just like ran out from the club it's basically everything yeah. that i'm referencing here i've seen in like movies and tv i have no real world <laughs> point of reference for this i am purely going on what i've seen in like teen dramas and stuff where you burst out of the fire door and go i'm gonna be sick like that's <laughs> all i have got going for me right now but that that's what it was given me <laughs> Yeah, that was that was what it was meant to be, pretty much. 
the idea of this one. Also, another fun thing about this, I was looking for free samples of footsteps, which is yeah. surprisingly difficult to find, oh, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, also, you'll like, get all sorts of weird walking sounds, but they're never quite right, are they? Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of heels, and I, I <laughs> have worn heels on occasion, <laughs> but I didn't want heels in this particular instance. So, the there questions. is actually... <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I, oh my god, right. I'm not sure if it's fine to include this, but for Halloween one year when I was at uni, I went in drag. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on my Instagram if you scroll, scroll down far enough. Uh, and it was like Halloween drag. So I was like a vampire or that's what I was going for. So I bought baby powder <laughs> and put it all over my face. No! Um, but then I was, uh, and then I made a joke about cocaine. Ah. <laughs> and and then, since then, uh, that that drag queen has affectionately, that drag persona of mine has uh, affectionately been known as Cocaine Princess. Yeah. <laughs> and that's uh, that's the next <laughs> album, Cocaine Princess. <laughs> by oh, my oh my God! Oh my God! I've never, I've never done that though. So like, <laughs> I'm quite inexperienced with that whole side of the world. But I was just like, oh my goodness, because it didn't look just pale like a vampire. It looked like a bag of flour had exploded over me. You know what I mean? Would they let the name cocaine onto RuPaul's fracking race? I mean, drag race? Um... No, no. And then they, <laughs> oh no, the fracking. <laughs> Um, (laughs) turbo fucking the planet aren't we Rue Um, they would just make me remove it and then I'd just go on a drag race as princess (laughs) just as princess like they did it with Britta filter C dot princess (laughs) or maybe like coke princess no but then there'd be like brand issues with that oh or maybe cane princess cane brackets princess cane comma co princess C Kane Princess. <laughs> C dot Kane <laughs> at gmail.com. Oh god. Um oh yeah, what I wanted to say is that um yeah, oh god, yeah, okay, footsteps. That's where we were at. We were at footsteps, um, yeah. Um so there's I think Rico might still have the video of it from our CCTV. Mm. There's a video of me walking around in our tiny fucking backyard, literally in circles, <laughs> bending down with my field recorder to my feet <gasps> so that I could record my own footsteps. And especially because it's like I'm going to be drunk and coming out of a club or something. You were doing proper like I wanted, work. Like I wanted to do like the proper like cadence and rhythm of like a drunk person walking, you know, the right distance, the stumbles, the speed. The so, effort yeah. that you put into this album, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, also, <clears throat> again, like we said earlier, the, <laughs> the phlegm of it all. Um, yeah, normally I edit all these out. I'll leave that one in for <laughs> you, but I, I try to edit most of these out. Uh, it happens a lot though. It does. Um, yeah, so I made all of the interludes after all of the main songs. Yeah. So I so th- produced this and recorded this on the 11th of July. Gosh, there's so much like, that feels like years ago. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all I have to say on 3am. Yeah. Shall we move to five, Blackout? Yeah. <laughs> 
This is on a par with Innocent for me. I think this is fucking excellent. Oh my God, thank you. Yeah, I really wanted to have like a kind of techno leaning moment because that's like a genre. I think I produced like three techno beats in the past, um, but I've never, I've never put myself on one. So I really wanted to have like a moment like that. And I mean, and it's I'm not really even just just the production on this one. I think the lyrics are fucking genius. I love the lyrics on this one. Uh, oh, especially the way you. that you do the the very first thing that you sort of hear is I think I'm writing the book on bad decisions and then later on for like the second verse it starts the same I think I'm writing the book on and then it goes good intentions and I love that progression it's like only a slight change but it works so well in progressing like the state of mind I fucking love it oh thank you so much yeah I'm really proud of the lyrics on this one I think they're very whew, like heavy hitting a lot um, of your lyrics in all of this project are pretty heavy hitting. I mean, seeing what's coming up, oh boy! Um, oh, one lyric I'm really proud of on Blackout that's not a heavy hitter, but I just I love it is uh, "Party on, Party Hard." See double, and then the beat cuts out and vodka coke. Yeah, I love how that because it's that like happened. the double. It's like the double meaning of like you're drunk, so you're seeing double. Yep. But then you're seeing a double vodka Coke. <laughs> and I just, I just love that. It's like quite camp to me. I, I'm really proud of that. Yeah. If I remember correctly, I think I did actually start producing this song hungover. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was like actually like a real like, because it was like, yeah. Because I'm basically saying, you drank too much, Kieran. You shouldn't do that again. And it was like, ooh. Like, you know, I'm feeling like, I'm feeling physically awful because I'm hungover. And then I'm also like criticizing myself. And I'm like, oh my God, this is a lot. I should be in bed sleeping. Well, that's kind of what I thought the narrative for this was. Is that like, you're kind of in the middle of it and you're accepting that you've had too much and now you're just going to go full force into the future, wherever it takes you. (laughs) Yeah, so I, when I wrote it, I pictured more that this would be like the morning after. Interesting. Because it, um, because of the consequences are a question for the morning but now i'm here and reality's come calling ah, in, the, see, in the pre-chorus I, d- I didn't clock that one so i was thinking it was like no. blackout like you know you're blackout drunk and you're just gonna keep plowing uh, forwards i mean i guess it, i think that interpretation is also valid though because if you're if you're really going off on one it could be morning and you could still be going you know I what think I mean? it could work in both aspects, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But also, can we just pause and talk about another fucking iconic bridge from you, please? Oh my god, I'm so proud of it. Oh my god. It's iconic, it's worrying, it's relatable. Ooh. I don't know how to take it. <laughs> I was so proud of it. I was trying to work out the melody for one particular bit and I couldn't. 
so I went, the way I cope is killer. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, that is so camp. That is so cool. It's like making something quite dark, like so like unbothered <laughs> and like hearted. It's like, oh yeah. And then the backing vocals when I recorded final vocals going, uh-huh. It's like, <laughs> it's just kind of like, what the fuck is going on here, Kieran? <laughs> Yeah, I, I love really it so it. much. And, and I the just, bit where you go, I'm like, yeah. something, something, kill. The only thing I'd kill is me. And everything's went silent oh, when yeah. you went, me. That's like, oh, <laughs> this yeah. song went there. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking I would do a, a, a meme where uh, after that part in the song, it goes to that Trisha Paytas video of her going, <gasps> what? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Like that. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite lyrics is uh, it's sabotage Red River in the dark, I'll be delivered. Because I just, I feel like I really had my edgy moment, you know, my like, like this whole thing is a lyrical masterpiece. You could scan it for days. It's so good. Yeah, this is such a good one. So I basically think this song is basically about like, trying to cope with bad situations mm. and I, I i i wrote that as well a song yeah. about coping yeah and like the couple times where like you go to alcohol to deal with that so this song is about basically saying like alcohol is not a good coping mechanism don't even do as it. somebody that doesn't drink i'm still like relating to a lot of the things so i'm guessing people go to alcohol because of these feelings <laughs> I mean, that's what I hoped is I think like while it's like a it's like quite specific, like what the story of this is, I hope that like everyone can take something about it because I would Mm. say that fundamentally, like to me, this project, like the message is kind of like it's kind of like a story, I guess, of me accepting my imperfections and trying to do better whilst not beating myself up for those imperfections kind of like kind of like a calm and peaceful like i'm gonna try and do my best with everything but you know i'll I'll never be the best i'll never be my best it's not possible so (laughs) i'm just gonna try and chill the fuck out you know yes and i think that in a lot of society like from the alcohol side of things, everything with alcohol is so normalized. Tell me about it. Like Rico and I were watching the morning show, the Apple TV show. Mm. And one of the main characters like, I need a drink. Like Rico and I have been drinking a lot less recently. And then we both just like looked at each other and we were just like, fucking hell, it's everywhere. Like, I need a drink. That's not a good sentence, hon. That's not a good sentence. Or like, oh yeah, here's here's a fun, here's a fun pass, here's a fun like challenge anyone can easily do. Watch an episode of The Big Bang Theory and just count the number of times they'll be drinking alcohol. It's shocking. Not familiar with The Big Bang Theory. Modern uh... Family? No, you're not familiar with that one either. No. Um... Pretty much any show with adults. <laughs> Like, it's wild. Yeah. Any show that's meant to be, what's the word? Uh, contemporary. Yeah. 
pretty much. Because I've noticed there's not much alcohol in Star Trek. Uh, yeah. And when there is, it's portrayed very differently. Oh, this is something I even forgot to write down about Blackout. Jesus. This was this was horrible when I was recording it. After the second chorus, you know, it's uh, it's like, I got a premonition. This guy likes deadly decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was also meant to be the outro of the song. Oh. But then I had an idea. <laughs> and then Jacob, I spent, and everyone listening, I spent around an hour and a half because I just made it up on the spot on the day I was recording. I spent around an hour and a half recording like all of those different layers for like five different lyric ideas for that section. It was so painful. Like if I wanted to like pull like a Lil Nas X and release 10 versions of my song, that's how (laughs) I would do it. I would just release every different version of lyric for that for that last 10 seconds and the thing is is it was so annoying to record because that ending bit is pretty much just on one note yeah so it wasn't it and it's so like like it's not really like i love it i'm not shitting on it because i wouldn't shit on my own music um (laughs) but but like it's monotonous and that's what it's meant to be the thing is, though, is when you listen to it, you listen to this 10 seconds of monotony. But spending an hour and a half recording it, oh, yeah. it was it was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> With that, shall we bring it into track six? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, wait, before we do. Blackout was the last main track I wrote apart from terrain but terrain is a weird one so i don't really (laughs) we'll get to terrain yeah blackout's the last main song i started writing and i started writing that on the 13th of march I think I understand religion. Um, Colour me dead. <laughs> These I, lyrics hit you like a truck. I am so proud of this song. I, I really think that this is like the spiritual centrepiece of this whole project. To me, it's like the core song. Um, I love it so much. I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud of like everything. Lyrics, melody, production. The, the lyric the, the, that knocked yeah. me like right out of my skin was in the depths of my mind I'm not kind to myself I'm vicious that's just fucking me down to <laughs> the wire like I I hate that and I love it it's such a gorgeous way of putting it oh thank you uh, one of my favorite lyrics from the song is uh for my whole life there's always been friction between the virtuous judge and the morally corrupt beneath him like, that I is like that. that's so such that's such a like religious framing. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I. Yeah, so. Yeah, like, I want to preface this by saying, I I don't express all my thoughts about religion here, <laughs> just some of them because I was like thinking about how I always. So basically, like, I am always beating myself up for like any mistake I make, 
even mm. if I fix it, um, <laughs> if I've affected yeah. anyone else and, you know, they're over it or whatever, or if even if it's just something with me and I fix it, I will still be, like, beating myself up for it for days. Like, yeah. Ugh. So, like, this song is basically about that. And it's about the idea that, like, in the absence of any particular religious framework, you're kind of, like, your own god in that you're fully responsible for your own forgiveness and your I own moral god. compass. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a kind of a bold thing to do. I really struggled with writing lyrics at a certain point for the song. Um, mm. So I listened to this interview with Kesha where she was discussing working with Rick Rubin on her new album Gag Order. And she said that Rick Rubin told her to like write an essay until she couldn't write anymore. So when I struggled, ah. I actually did that for this song. And oh I just wrote and wrote and wrote until all of my thoughts were out. And then I started writing the rest of it. What? Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Because it was just so difficult to like get things out and to make them coherent and like follow yeah, on yeah. from each other. Because I mean, are you, are, you, are you a religious person? I'm agnostic. So. Have you ever been religious? No. Because no, really. that's sort of, see, that's sort of where I come in from like a different angle uh-huh. on this is that I I know religion, specifically Catholicism <laughs> and um, their fucking obsession with statues and the likes. But um, yeah, forgiveness in like Catholic terms is something that you are just sort of constantly told that you need to get from God and stuff uh-huh. to the point where it's like you're kind of numb to it and it loses all meaning. Like when you say a word over and over and over and over and over again and you start to be like, this makes no sense anymore. It's kind of like that. It's like forgiveness doesn't really hold any weight for me because like you go to confession and confess your sins and whatnot. And then God blesses you or the priest blesses blesses you. And um, it's just that. And hearing this song, I was like, this is so interesting because I don't (laughs) like seek forgiveness ever. I'm constantly sorry, but I am never <laughs> seeking forgiveness. And I yeah. think being brought up Catholic has made me sort of numb to the idea of being forgiven, like properly. Like, what does forgiveness even fucking mean? Uh-huh. It's just like, I am sorry to everyone that I exist, but then there's, oh, like, no. I don't ask for forgiveness. <laughs> I just sort of, I'm like, yeah, whatever. It, it, yeah it, it, that kind that that's well. what this song made me feel um i mean lots of things about uh, being forgiven and upbringing as a catholic and stuff so i guess for me it's like when i sing at the end of the song forgiveness i'm more so talking about forgiveness from myself to yeah. myself because yeah, it's like the idea of like beating myself up yeah and i'm like kind of comparing and contrasting to like like religious people might like seek forgiveness from someone else. So oh no, I, I knew that's... I knew exactly oh, what you okay. were doing. Um, I was just saying like that's that's what it sort of awoke in me. Uh... Was like I never seek forgiveness now. <laughs> I will apologize till the end of time, but I will never like seek forgiveness. That's something yeah. that's just like not a thing I ever uh... think about. And it was it was a weird sensation like listening to that and seeing that and uh-huh. like how you sort of like 
equate the two and ah it's it's such a good song it's it's a really frustrating one for me because like even if somebody's like it's fine don't worry and i'll believe that and i'll be okay and i'll be like okay the situation's over but i'll be like kieran you little bitch you know what i mean like i'll still be hating on myself oh you don't need to tell me that (laughs) i can read anything like they didn't put an emoji on the end of the message so therefore i am the (laughs) reincarnation of satan's dick itself <laughs> and stuff like that um yeah I powerfully relates to this yeah. song and um, this was the hardest one to place as well in the like overall narrative okay of, of all of this because this one sort of stuck out to me and what you said about blackout not being in the middle of the night sort of made me think okay this makes more sense in the narrative now but ah. originally i was like is this like what i like once you come down from like blacking out you have like a really profound moment like i'm never gonna drink again i'm free i'm gonna be the best person <laughs> that's ever lived and i'm gonna ask for forgiveness from everybody who i've ever wronged and la 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 i guess i was a little bit off with that one but yeah <laughs> that's sort of what i was thinking so like so, like, I'll say for now that, like, when I was, like, conceptualising the project, like, I had one idea of the narrative. And then when I finally got the chance, because I'd progressed far enough through to, like, listen to it in full, like, I myself got a different interpretation from it. I was like, God, this sounds like something else. <laughs> um, so, like... Like, to be honest, like, the way I intended, but obviously, like, every, I want everyone to enjoy and take from it what they want, but, but just speaking about, like, what I was thinking of when I, like, put the project together, like, Mm. the idea was kind of, like, that, that, that tracks one to three, so until in a, uh, until 3am, so track four, that's all kind of happened on one day, where I've been, like, partying on my birthday. Then blackouts yeah. the following morning. But then I think I understand religion and horizon kind of happen over months, in my opinion. Ah, okay. It's yeah. a slow journey towards getting to a better place where I'm not beating myself up all the time. Interesting, because I, especially with track nine, was interpreting it as like one night. You, okay, yeah. So basically, when I listened back, I, I might as well just say it now. So when I listened yeah. back to it, it really sounded like my interpretation was, God, you went on a two-day bender. <laughs> two Honestly. day? Where did the second day come from? Because of <laughs> because of 3am and the whole blackout and morning thing, I was like, shit, so you like uh, okay. woke up hungover and regretting your life's choices, but then... But then you like drank again and now you're getting all like philosophical on us. Oh, with, I, I think I understand yeah. religion. And then and then and then horizon, you're like you're like starting to feel better and you're like, everything's gonna be okay. And you know, hiccups. Ooh, everything's gonna be okay. And then terrain it terrain is terrain. And then <laughs> Yeah, let's just leave terrain for now. <laughs> like I honestly thought like it sounds like I like at track eight, I had some sort of, like, and I'm not being jokey here, but, like, it sounds, you could interpret it as me having a mental break. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds, it, <laughs> like, when I listened back, I was like, it sounds like I absolutely went, like, off off the rails. Like, I had, uh, like, something went wrong. 
<laughs> and then and then track nine voicemail i'm i'm like shit like i i disappeared for two days and everyone's shitting bricks <laughs> like like when i listened back i was like <laughs> fucking hell this sounds a lot worse than i meant it <laughs> i was like what are people gonna think but See, I, was I was like, on oh, a very well. similar wavelength to you with that, but yeah. it was like one night. It was like yeah. religion came at three, like three a.m. Then you black out, um, <laughs> black out at three a.m. And then it's like five a.m. Religion horizon at say seven. Mm. Terrain, God knows. And then everyone starts calling you. Uh, and then drunk text you like, ah, whoops, oops, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. exactly. <laughs> Um, do I have anything else to say about religion? Oh yeah, I refer to it as religion, the song. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Rico Rico does as well. Like usually I keep my song titles short, but I, f- I was in my Lana Del Rey bag for this song. So I was like, I let's make it, a whole yeah. sentence. Why not? Yeah. If I wanted to be edgy, I would have put a full stop. Oh, crap. Oh. Too late to do that now. Uh, <laughs> or maybe you can edit titles. I don't know. I'll need to write to Tim Cook about that one. Uh, Tim Apple. <laughs> Tim Apple! Oh, no! Um, oh, yeah. I just wanted to say about drunk text at this point. Oh, as okay. A, as an example of my crippling perfectionism and beating myself up. Do you remember when I sent you drunk text? And I was like, like the first time, like I was like, ta-da, here's the lead single. Yeah. I spent two fucking weeks after that working on it. Oh my God. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. I was like, and I sent it to you because in that moment I was like, we're nearly there. But wow. then, but then, but then, Kieran comes along, and and two weeks, oh, horrible, yeah. So just as an example, so everyone knows how awful this gets. <laughs> Shall we move to Horizon Track Seven? Oh yeah. <laughs> So gorgeous. Thank you so much. I'm really proud of it. What I love about it is there's always a, like, I never notice when it happens in the song, but at some point I'm like, shit, I'm dancing in my chair because it like starts off so calmly. It does. It really does. It builds. It's a really good build. So at like some point in the song, I start bopping, but I don't know when. Like, you know what I mean? I, I guess it just builds, like, the song. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I'm moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this song is gorgeous. I had to listen to it slightly on a delay when I first started listening to it. So uh, there's a there's a story behind that because intrusive thoughts oh. got to me. Oh, um, dear. I was stood on a jetty looking out at the sea when this came on and um, <laughs> jumped out of my skin when a man appeared behind <gasps> me. Oh, my and goodness. Just, started doing his own thing like just across from me uh which included stripping off and, oh, no. and proceeding to get into the water i didn't want to like walk oh, away goodness. like too quickly yeah but i kept having this vision in my mind that if this guy starts drowning i then have to be the one that deals with that 
<laughs> and I don't want to be the one that deals with that. And so I'm just like walking away, like, please don't scream for help. Oh and then I goodness. finally started listening again and rewound it and just, <laughs> wow. But yeah, that's what happened at this point in my listening journey by the sea. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, this song is gorgeous. And Thank I don't know you. why, but it really feels like a follow up from one of your other tracks, um, The Other Side from like 2021 i want to say yeah i think and, it was 2021 oh, yeah so good it's Thank like you progressed you. it's it's so good like i yeah so this is kind of like the like you know um track of it all like this yeah. is like the finding piece um and it was really nice to write it because i really felt like good writing it and i was like oh oh yeah i feel better now you know um I'm I'm really proud of this song and I love I, I'm so proud of the synth solo I did. I love a synth solo moment. Yeah, I can't I can't there's not much I can say about this one. It's just <laughs> one you kinda need to listen to over and over again. Oh, um oh yeah, and I love my shouted one foot in front of the other in the middle. Oh, that's of that got stuck solo. in my head in the past. One foot in front of it's so yeah, good. Awesome. But it's like, yeah, the idea of the song is that, like, we'll never be the best person of ourselves, best version of ourselves, because that's kind of just like a theoretical, like, abstract thing. It doesn't exist. It's yeah. like normal. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Perfection cannot happen. Exactly. Don't tell the Borg that. But <laughs> So, like, the idea that, like, you know, just keep on going, you know, try and... Try and, you know, improve what you want to improve. In front of the other. And, you oh, know. I listen to it now. <laughs> and you'll, like, get, you'll get better. You know, you'll get closer to the horizon. But you'll never reach it. And that's okay. Like, that's kind because of the Because the horizon point. isn't real. It's reflections. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually you why You would just the... be chasing it forever. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why the song ends, actually, on Horizon. Oh. So it doesn't actually complete the word. I, I didn't even realise that that was on purpose. That Yeah, that yeah I, I do that a couple times throughout the song intentionally. Because that's, that's how it transitions into... Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Into terrain. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> now, this, now this song... <laughs> have you got anything you want to say about Horizon before we move on to terrain? Um... No, no, I don't think so. Listen to it. In that case. <laughs> the winding contours of my spirit. Each meandering slope tracing its delicate, godlike path to the sea. Some days I feel strong. Others, others, I believe I am weak. When I first heard this, I think I filmed a video of myself and sent it to you. I also wrote in my notes, fuck off! <laughs> yeah. Um, Terrain is like a spoken word amalgamation masterpiece of I don't even oh know God, what. Thank you so much. Um, so basically, I was really inspired um, at the Chromatica Ball Tour. 
Yeah. Um, Lady Gaga did this interlude where there were like, she spoke and it was like two of her saying the same words, but like she said it in very different ways in each take that kind of like expressed different emotions to the same words. Ah, oh, that's so cool. So I was like so inspired to do something similar to that, but in a little seventh way. So it's not a cappella. It's got its glitchiness and its strings. Um, yeah. I love things like this. The, the way, like, I, lo- I love, like, the, the lack of almost, like, a melody. There's, yeah. like, there's, there's sounds and there's production to it, but there's no melody. It's a very spoken word. It's very, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's happening. Um, listening to this, this by the sea as well, magical. Uh, I didn't even hear the sea sounds that were in the background <laughs> that you you mentioned to me afterwards. Oh, and I was yeah. like, holy fuck! Didn't even notice them because <laughs> the sea was very loud on the day that I was listening to this. Yeah, so I was but, um, I was so excited that you were listening to it by the ocean because throughout the EP, E-Pal, E-Proj album, E-Proj album, um, <laughs> there is, yeah, like there's a lot of references to like, two things i would say it's like Mm -hmm. religion and water basically yeah so like religion like in blackout it's redemption be delivered i think i understand religion obviously has a lot of religion references like horizon untapped faith in drunk text i even sing about sins um (laughs) And then, like, the whole water thing is, like, throughout, too. Like, do what I like, Riverside, by the Riverside. Blackout is Red River, Drowning in Shame. I think I understand religion by the river. Horizon mentions the water. Waters were rough, flooding my mind. Um, And then terrain. In terrain, it's, so I walk to the end point. No, so I walk to the ocean. No, so I... Ah! Are you forgetting your own spoken words? What the hell? Um, <laughs> uh, no, right, third time lucky. So I walk to the sea, the end point where all roads lead. So when you when you showed me that you were at the ocean, I was like, what the fuck? You're at the end point. Like the story <laughs> ends there and you don't know. And you're going to listen through a like 15 or so minutes of it. And then you're going to hear that. And you're going to be like, that's where I am. Like, I'm just, I was just so shocked. I, yeah. And that's why I messaged you. Like, you have no idea how good a place this is for this project. And yeah. then I absolutely did a did a me and didn't even realise that that was what you were referring to. I was so <laughs> entranced by the production and the grandeur of this track that I was just like not even paying attention to the lyrics. I was just like, this is gorgeous. I love um, this. Yeah, like um, I would say that this spoken word piece is basically about accepting the totality of my being but like saying like I've kind of been hung up on like one part of that and I think it's time to move on, you know, and Mm. like explore more of myself and stop, like move on from that one phase. In other words, to grow up. Ooh, ooh, (laughs) he said it. He said it. (laughs) The life crisis incoming. Yes. Um, (laughs) Join the club. (laughs) 
I was also, yeah, so I was debating calling this an interlude. And for a long time, it was called Terrain Interlude. But then... I'm kind of glad that you didn't. But yeah, but I really wanted to maximise the whiplash because I have never done anything like this whatsoever. So if anyone listens through to it in full, they will be like, what the fuck is this? I, be expecting I was like that when it started. I yeah. was like, I love the intro to this song and it never stopped. <laughs> it was just, it just kept going and I was like, oh my God, Kieran, what are you doing to me? This is amazing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I'm really proud of it. It was it was really it was really so much fun to produce. Oh, and in the narrative, in my narrative at least, this is where that you got all profound and then zoned out by the ocean from too much alcoholitis or something. Yeah, see so um, like yeah, like And the sun had come up and you were just on the beach and you'd zoned out and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That, that's what I that's what I imagined in the story. Yeah, like in my in my like interpretation of it after listening through to it in full, it's something similar to that is what I like heard from it. <laughs> this was meant to be like my intention was like this is like just like the like spiritual realization, you know, it's the crescendo of this journey mm. of like. Like, okay, I see myself for all that I am. I, I've seen, like, where I've stumbled, and that's okay, and now I'm ready to move on. But it does somewhat sound like I am having a breakdown. <laughs> just a little one. Yeah, just, just, just a little Just a one. treat. Yeah. <laughs> a soundtrack to one. Yeah. <laughs> a, a very musically experimental breakdown. Like, this sort of, like, production over spoken word is something I've always loved, and I don't think there's enough of it in the world. And, like, my dream project as, like, an artist, if I ever became an artist, is to just do stuff like that. I fucking love it. It's, like, combining poetry and lyrics and production and everything. Just, it's so cool. Yeah, it was it was so much fun. It's so different to do as well. Like I really I really struggled a little bit as well because there's like no tempo. Yeah. And like I'm used to producing like, you know, standard pop music. So it was really like taking me out of my element. Uh, an interesting <laughs> story about it was that it was originally just meant to be those ambient pads and strings. Mm. But I just couldn't work out a good chord progression. So then I was like, wait, well, I had that glitchy bit at the beginning. What if Mm. I just did more of that? Because that would play into (laughs) my strengths. And I'm so glad I did it. Like, I love that bassy bit around the bit I walk to the sea where it's like, dum, 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 dum. It's so good. Like, like oh, yeah, I'm so proud of it. That is terrain. I cannot, I cannot recommend listening (laughs) to that one enough. Listen to the whole thing in order, because that's what it needs. Yes, please. It's only 22 minutes and 16 seconds. Yeah, you can listen to a lot shorter than this podcast ever. Yeah, <laughs> that's true, yeah. <laughs> Shall we get on to voicemail? Track yes! My voice sounds really loud in that one. Oh yeah, did I, you, I tried to did give you every, amplify me. I tried to give everyone their moments, and then I selectively <laughs> raised volumes up so that you could always kind of hear one line of text. Oh, that's clever. 
because that's uh, really clever. When I played it, when I played the first draft on my iPhone, it by the end it was like complete gobbledygook with all of the voices overlapped. <laughs> so I wanted to try and do something like space it out. Yeah. So yeah, in the narrative, I thought this was where um, you had not texted anybody back <laughs> and told them that you're home safe, and everyone that knows you, including Easter egg me. It's like, yo, bitch, where are you? Yeah. But like, way nicer than that because <laughs> because we, it seems concerning. <laughs> it does. Yeah, yeah. So I sent out a request to a few of my friends, as you know, and basically gave you all the scenario that my phone had died or something on a night out, and you were concerned for my well-being. I like gave a few suggestions and basically just said, "Wing it." Yeah, like, and yeah. what what I what I was like. Wanted to ask you about this is how many nights out do you actually go on? Because I don't know if I've ever known you go on a night out since I've known you. So I don't go on so many nights out. But but Rico and I used to drink like we once a week, twice a week, like at home. Like we're the yeah. type of people who have alcohol and like prefer to just like sit together and chat or watch yeah. something. Like I I used to be a big clubber at uni. Um, ah, like I would go out so, very often. So that's where you know it from, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Whereas my frame of reference is TV. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, nowadays not so, not so much really. Yeah. Yeah, because most of I don't know if I many of my friends go on night out, night out. So uh-huh. like recording that is like a very strange thing for me because like I don't really uh, have yeah. to. They don't really text me saying like. I don't really have to say, like, text me when you get back or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever done that with anyone, out. actually. But it was, but I thought, like, I would give that prompt because it would get the responses that did fit into the narrative of the project. I felt like a right <laughs> weirdo <laughs> recording it, to be honest, because I recorded mine. If you If you have really good isolation ears, you can probably hear most of my message if you listen to the... Uh, the full voicemail track that's gonna end but, um, up having the most streams you know because people will be trying to spot people, people. <laughs> spot themselves yeah God. um <laughs> but uh yeah i recorded that uh after like pretty much as you sent me the message yeah uh around i sort of snuck around onto platform six at wolverhampton <laughs> station which is the platform they don't really use very much and there was like a load of sandbags um and i recorded it and then i walked back around to the main <laughs> bit of the station only to realize there was like a guy smoking because oh you're not meant God. to smoke on stations really close to <sighs> the corner that i'd recorded it in and i was like oh fuck oh god i must have found it sounded so weird <laughs> oh um so but yeah there's there's your, your your location of mine wolverhampton yeah. station yeah <laughs> like i i as the messages came pouring in, it was a very strange feeling because <laughs> I was like, I was feeling a bit like worried, and I was like, I'm at home, I'm fine. <laughs> like, don't worry, <laughs> Kieran. This is acting. They're acting. You're fine. <laughs> because... Your friends turned out to be incredible actors. <laughs> yeah, like it was just like so many, so many different people being like, "Are you alright? I haven't heard from you." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Like it was, it was strange, yeah. Maybe I did call in <laughs> and I just don't remember. Um, it's like really cool to me that like the rest of the project I did like completely myself. It's just me, and then yeah. 
And then this interlude doesn't have me in it at all. Like, I find that oh, so yeah. cool. Um, that is really cool, actually. <laughs> yeah, so I sent out the request for these voice notes on the 11th of August. <laughs> and I, We're getting closer and closer. Yeah, and produced it on the 15th. I really want to thank you, Rico, hey. my dad, uh, Charlie Fisher, Alex Zone, and Landon Miller, and my friends Haley and Rhiannon for contributing their voices to this interlude and really making it sound scary as fuck. Yeah. Because <laughs> it really scared me. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, an interesting thing about this, um, which kind of uh, like segues us into drunk text nicely, is oh, that perfect. is that uh, at the beginning of drunk text, there's the oops, which kind of like perfectly oops, leans oops, up, like <laughs> which like perfectly like follows on from this voicemail because it's like all of these messages yeah. of concern, and I'm like oops, <laughs> oops, oh well. <laughs> just like, yeah exactly um so basically the oops was a random ad lib when i was recording one of the demo one of my demo vocal sets for drunk text and that's where the idea for the voicemail interlude came from the oops came first so that's the chicken or the egg answered for voicemail and drunk text (laughs) it was the oops that came first the the oops came first I thought that we should play a bit of the album version. With there's the... an album version. Yeah, did you not notice that the bridge is different on that one that you just played? I'm gonna have to re-listen. On the single version, it's like halftime, and it's just like do 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 do. Wow! And at the end, there's like a that's not in the single version because I thought it sounded a little bit weird to like just include in the single. It didn't really like fit into the song as a single. But uh, it like fitted in for like the end of the album. Oh, that's cool. Different yeah. versions. Yeah, so that's why, uh, to anyone wondering why the single is called Drunk Text Single Version, that's why. Because it would have pissed me off to have it called Drunk Text Album Version. I wish more artists would do that instead of changing it when the album comes out uh, and really annoying me. Oh, no, I don't like that, though. <laughs> I'm looking at you, AliEx. Ooh. <laughs> So this was the second song I wrote, and this was inspired by me making some less than great comments to somebody I really care about, Um, and I felt so shit, and I was, like, completely beating myself up for, like, what I said. Um, I'd apologised and been forgiven and everything by them, but but I I was not okay within myself. Um, So I Mm. wrote this song to, like kind of speak to myself and say like like chill the fuck out like you (laughs) fucked up but like like not get over it as in say fuck it and ignore your mistakes but like address your mistakes and then Mm. move and then move on Mm, because once mm. you've addressed it then there's no point lingering on it 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of like where this song is coming from. Yeah, this is the the, the conclusion where you're like, whoopsies, did that. Yeah. And then responds to everyone saying, um, and like, it was just a drunk text going back to like a drunk yeah. text you sent somewhere in the story. And uh-huh. just melody wise, that that do 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 do, do <laughs> gets stuck in my head so often. <laughs> I can see why it was the lead single. Yeah, I thought it was. I was debating between that and innocent, but I thought that yes, drunk those text, are the two that I would have chose. Yeah, I thought that drunk text was a bit more indicative of the whole project because I think that most of the songs sound quite like colorful musically, whereas innocent is a little bit more just like cold you know what i mean it's less melodic i feel so so i thought drunk text was the good one also what i really wanted to do and why i thought drunk text would be cool is like trying to have my like applause moment like with art pop where where gaga released applause first as the lead single and then it was the last song on the album yeah, and it kind of acted as though Art Pop was like an album, and then Applause was kind of like, okay, the album's over, clap, clap, <laughs> you know. So I, so when I was designing the project, my initial idea for what it was, what I was thinking of the narrative, was like terrain is kind of like the end point of the story, and then voicemail might happen, you know, like three months later or something and drunk text so it's like so like i got better and i'm feeling better now i've worked on myself but we're never gonna be perfect so it's like i fucked up again somehow (laughs) and then it's like oh well you know because i'm responding to it better now so it's kind of like oops you know we all mess up sometimes i'll probably do it again you know but that's so interesting but listening back to it i i i felt more close to your interpretation <laughs> yeah like it really feels one like a whole it, night out one one manic episode basically it reads as yeah <laughs> but you know everyone's free to take whatever they want from it and i just want i want as many people to be able to take something out of it as possible because i've i've never really made this type of music before or addressed things like that lyrically um so i'm really excited by it and i hope people enjoy it yeah well i really did and it was an honor to be able to listen to it early and by the sea (laughs) Yeah, I mean, at this point... Even in... if I didn't get the gravity of it <laughs> at the time. Like, at this point in time, only four people in the world have heard this album, uh, E-Proj album, in full. It's me, Rico, my dad, and you. That's oh my it. God. That's it. Everyone else, everyone else... Well, everyone else can listen to it now, but in Jacobin... Yeah, you should have already listened. Yeah, in Jacobin Minds now, uh, no one else has listened. <laughs> On Friday the fucking 13th, nobody else deserved it. Oh my god, what if it leaked, you know, because it's Friday the 13th. And what if I leaked it? Oh my god! <laughs> I just upload it to the podcast feed. Oh my just god. Just the full 20 minutes. <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah, that reminds me, it's actually out on Patreon today. Oh my god, that's exciting. Did, oh my god, did people listen yet? Oh my god. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know. 
Ah, well, well, but anyway, that that exciting. concludes our little listening party of Seventh Grower. Yes, thank which you. Which is so available much. to stream and buy right now. Seventh or Kieran. What are the ways people can stream and buy this? Um, Bandcamp is best. Uh, Bandcamp is best. Basically, any streaming service: Spotify, Apple, Tidal. Deezer's usually a little slow to get my albums up, but I don't know anyone <laughs> who uses that. So, but if you I use, actually used to use Deezer. If you use that Deezer, was my first sorry. streaming service. Oh, oh, I think we talked about that in the past, didn't we? I think we might have done that. Oh, yeah. with the, the uh, how do artists make money from music deep dive? <laughs> yeah. Um, that was my little, my first one. <laughs> um, and also, yeah, my Patreon is £1.50 a month and you get a demo every month that's private. So like now there are 46 or so, I think, demos. So it's like two albums for £1.50. Oh my God, I've just thought, have you uploaded our podcast themes? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> oh, you should. So people can just listen to them yeah, I mean, in their wow, like yeah. original WAV format. It is a seventh Lossless. production, yeah. It is a seventh production. <laughs> I think you should. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Oh, well, yeah. So I hope... I hope you've enjoyed talking about it and I hope everyone has enjoyed listening. I love talking about my music, so thank you very much for indulging, as I said at the beginning, my main character, Syndrome. I have enjoyed talking about <laughs> it a lot and I'm so excited for people to listen to it and I hope the feedback is amazing and people love it. And on that note, we will leave you there. And we will see you in the next chit chat, which is a roundup of what's happened in October. Which is going to be fabulous. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, ta-ra. Again for all of my transgressions, but I'm running late for my next mistake.